Hey, where are we dropping, boys? Yeah, how many more Battle Royale games can we have? All of them. They could literally all be Battle Royale games if they felt like it. What? I'm just... Like, it's cracking me up that Tetris has a Battle Royale. Are you serious? Yeah, it does. Tetris 99. I don't know how that works. How does that work? I don't know either. I feel like it'd be RNG. I'm sure someone plays it. I've never played it. Hmm. Maybe we need to play that after this. They're just... I won like it seems like at this time right before E3 2019 there's not as many battle royales coming out. Like I mean the last year has been battle royale after battle royale constantly. When yes. do you think Arma 3 is going to come out with a with a battle royale mode? Don't I'm they already have one? No. No, no, no. no. I'm what? surprised they don't. Are you serious? Arma 3 it's like a 2 week long battle royale. Well didn't <laughs> yes. didn't battle royale kind of start as like a mod from the like most battle royales started with zombies right um, no no i think it did start as a as like an arma 3 mod or like a what was that king of the hill h1z1 no it was yeah, h1z1 yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah um and then and then PUBG was was spawned off of that yeah. they were like the first big ones none of the, those kind of games interested me for a while but my first experience with battle royales was fortnite i think because it was free well, no, that's not true because we played the culling, right? I never played the culling. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not officially the first Battle Royale thing to exist, but it was like one of... The culling was cool because it was like Hunger... It was Hunger Games. Yeah, it was literally the Hunger Games. Which I, which I think is a style that, although a lot of people have done it, not a lot of people have done it well. I think... And, and I've said this before, I think, on the podcast. I think a Battle Royale game that was basically all melee weapons would be awesome oh yeah so good really? and like yeah yeah if it was like a smaller map the map was shrunk down right but it was like battle royale like the original battle royale from japan like, like the movie like from, the movie oh. um and so you would get like scissors or like like pens and stuff and you'd have to try to kill people with that and then there would be one gun there'd be one revolver what about what about um from software making a battle royale they talked about it, I heard. That'd be interesting. Like a hardcore, like... Like a Souls-based Battle Royale. Yeah. I just, the I creator know, expressed that he wants to make one. I know that Souls games become a cluster train once there's more than three people on screen. Like, it's just... My experience with Dark Souls is everyone's just rolling left and right, and nothing ever <laughs> happens. I mean, yeah. the performance is fine. Yeah, no, 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 no. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with the game's performance in that. I'm, I'm just saying that the combat becomes a lot less strategic if it's not one-on-one. Because -on -one. that's how it feels with the enemies. Mm. Yeah, but most Fortnite battles are one-on-one, -on -one, aren't they? Or nah. two-on-two? Now, this is what happens to me when I play Fortnite. I'll either be duoing or, or playing by myself, and I'll do a ton of work, and then as I'm recovering, someone will just kill me from behind. Yeah. So, it, sometimes it's a multi, like a three, four-person fight my favorite is when it's like two or three squads colliding at the same time mm. that's that's where it gets crazy but yeah i was just thinking about battle royale which you know announcing battle royale sort of sort of leads us into the topic of the show and we're I don't making a battle royale game <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. every every person on this show everything comes from something and so does every victory royale so, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Everything Comes From Something. My name is Isaac Ransom. I'm Cameron Tuttle. And I'm JD. Thanks, JD. Thanks for coming back to the show. Yeah, you're welcome. We invited JD to come back on the show because he wasn't too bad last time, and also because he's leaving for Hawaii yep. for uh, life. to be announced. For life. Uh, I'm leaving June 28th, but 
As of right now, I'm stuck in the Silicon Valley. You're not doing much, huh? No. Wow, I'm stuck here too. Today's topic, episode 49, is all about E3. This is the greatest post pre, sorry, pre, (laughs) the greatest pre E3 show ever to exist mankind. Not like everybody else does one too, but yes, I mean, we, we may predict, we may get a little wild. We're basically going to give you a rundown of what we know about the show first and foremost, and then we're just going to have a discussion about the games industry as it is. We're no experts, but we are passionate. Does every listener know what E3 is though? No, you can tell us, Jay. All right, E3. If you have no idea what E3 is, is this this big giant convention in LA for pretty much all things video games. It's if you know what Comic Con is, it's basically Comic Con for for the video game world. But right. Yeah. Uh, the E3 convention has kind of went on the rocks this year, though, because one of the biggest players, Sony, dropped out from having their press conference, which is usually they usually go Monday, right? Yeah, they go right after, the day after um, Microsoft. They usually have an hour, hour and a half press conference about what's coming to Sony, PlayStation, and this year they just said, you know what, we're not going. And there's some theories about why they're not showing up this year. Excuse me. Uh, A lot of people have looked at last year's E3 press conference from Sony's perspective. They they basically tried to do an artistic um presentation with four games and it didn't go over very well because it's only four games right and Mm -hmm. they did these weird musical performances and it was just not quite with it sort of i I, that's kind of like the best way to put it the games look cool there was just four really cool looking games weren't there costumes i heard there were costumes yeah there was a guy dressed up playing a pan flute and that was kind of weird yeah (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so they got a lot of ridicule and it seems like sony is just it was um uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Um, what were the other three games? The Last of Us Two. The Last of Us Two. Oh man, was it like some indie games? Death or was Stranding it? wasn't there, was it? Was it Days no. Gone? D- yes, it was Days, Days Gone. Gone. They did transitions with um the Media Molecule game. Oh yeah, Dreams. Dreams. There's weird Dreams transitions. Yeah. That nobody knew what that was. Dreams is out. Yeah. Still haven't played it. Yeah, people. I mean, I think it's just like one big game engine, isn't it? Yeah, it's a game that's a game engine. I mean, that sounds cool. Like, like the creativity in... Um, Gary's lo- mod. Dude, we <laughs> should make an Everything Comes From Something Battle Royale on on, on the Media Molecule game. I, I, would like, I would like a battle... I'm telling you, a battle royale that's all about stealth and, like, sneaking. I think Ooh, that'd be cool. Splinter Cell. Yeah. Sp- Maybe that's Splinter Cell's comeback. Splinter Battle Royale. Splinter Cell Blackout. <laughs> Not to be, be confused thing. with Splinter Cell Blacklist. <laughs> And not to be confused with Call of Duty Blackout. <laughs> <laughs> but it's there. I, I forgot think, about Blackout. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, what what's going on with Blackout? I actually saw it, because JD and I constantly argue about Call of Duty. Actually, correction, I bring up Call of Duty and JD's like, why are you still playing this game? I'm, I'm forced to respond every time. And yeah, I think that's probably the best definition. I saw fi- uh, a ground war mode just added to Blackout. I want to play it tonight, actually. Mm. Um, and it it's basically like... Battlefield Call of Duty. So yes. I wonder what it's going to be like. Hmm. But Interesting. Probably like 30 on 30, I'm guessing. But yeah. you only have one life unless there's respawns. I'm not sure. I, I do have to admit I have to eat crow a tiny, tiny bit about Call of Duty World War II. Oh, yes. We had an experience. <laughs> Isaac introduced me. Okay, let me, let me clarify. I only have fun in Call of Duty when I'm doing what you're not supposed to do in Call of Duty, 
like camping or messing with people with riot shields. But Isaac introduced me to what, what was the map? It's called like crates or uh, shipment. Shipment. Yeah. And it is it is literally about the size. The map is the size of a coffee shop, and they drop like thirty two people with guns. It's not thirty two. Is it not? It's 30? like no, eight it's on like, eight. Yeah. Oh, it's sixteen. It feels like thirty two. <laughs> it's insanity. You it turn every insanity. corner and and you die. It's a bullet in your face. When you spawn, there's three guys in front of you usually. Yeah. Yes. But the the catch with this mode, or wait, is that is that just is it everybody who has no the? no? Oh so yeah yeah yeah. Okay a, okay. So you can pick a, a perk according so, to Isaac that makes it so you have random guns. Right. So in if you haven't played it, Call of Duty World War Two, which was released in twenty eighteen. Eighteen? No, not twenty seventeen. Seventeen. My bad. Eighteen was Black Ops Four. Um, Call of Duty World Ugh. War Two. They were like trying to, you know, they're releasing post content, and they did this thing where they that game had a strange creative class system where you had one perk, but they made a perk that was like it wipes all of your weapons, and every time you spawn with a new gun, but every time you switch guns, it gives you a new gun too. So it's just completely random. It, but it's completely random. So you could switch guns and pull out a claymore sword, or you could <laughs> switch guns and you have dual wielding suppressed revolvers like yes. it makes no sense uh and, and and the catch is like oh the gun could also have up to six attachments which isn't possible with any other perk right right mm-hmm. so i don't know i think it is chaotic fun and on that tiny map it's just it's a blast it's so much fun i don't even know what six attachments i got on my dual wield suppressed revolvers <laughs> i think can think of two but well i mean there there were some attachments in that game like high caliber which basically increased headshot damage Oh, okay. Or, like, just overall damage. So there's stuff that isn't visual on the gun that probably makes it mm. stronger. So, Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, J- I, I tormented JD for probably about an hour. What I did is I said, JD, I can't believe you haven't played Call of Duty in so long. We're going to play through every single Call of Duty on Next Gen. So we played through one match. We went from Ghost, Advanced Warfare, Black Ops 3, uh, World War Two. Uh, we didn't play Black Ops Four, and we didn't play Infinite Warfare because I don't have Infinite Warfare, yeah. and we didn't play the remaster either. But it was just really funny to play all the different games, and it, it reminded me of taking Adderall for ADHD <laughs> <laughs> in the best way on that World War Two one, though, right? Yes, the World right. War Two one was was worth it. Is that the most fun experience you've had in a in a Call of Duty game, though? Because I think that probably is is the most fun I've had in a Call of Duty game. I say it was the... I loved Call of Duty Zombies, so I'd say it was the most joyful experience I had in a Call of Duty game. Yeah. So. Totally. Well, we can get back on track. I want to go back to Call of Duty with the recent announcements of the Modern Warfare reboot. But Cameron, just for people who are interested in E3, do you want to run us down with the schedule this year? I know you're kind of getting into that. Yeah, definitely. Um, So on Saturday is the EA live stream. Um, It's going to be at 12.15 p.m. Do you want the times too? Sure. Um, Yeah, Saturday, June 8th at 12.15 p.m. Um, On Sunday, June 9th, uh, Microsoft is having their show um, at 4 p.m. And then right after that at 8.30, Bethesda is going. and then after them, Devolver Digital, which is kind of an indie publisher. Um, they made games like Hotline Miami, Transistor, and I don't know. What else would the I The Talos know? Principle. Sure, I guess. Um, uh, they made the pigeon dating game. Ollie Ollie. Oh, yeah. Had a full boyfriend. The pigeon <laughs> dating game. And Ollie Ollie. Ollie and Ollie Ollie. Um, ooh, ooh, and Broforce. 
That's oh, I love Broforce. Yeah. Absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's the PC gaming show. That sounds fun. You um, know what, though? Hold on. <laughs> I am interested because maybe they'll have some benchmark stuff. Do you think that they're going to show hardware with AMD and Intel or no? What if they did no, it? No, 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 no. Uh, they, they just did? had CES. Oh, shoot. That was like right. two months ago. You're right. Yeah. I don't know why, but as soon as I heard the PC gaming show, I immediately thought of like a, a beauty pageant for CPUs for some reason. CPUs are glorious. Yeah. They just showed what that new uh, Mac Pro yeah. today got announced. It's got like a, doesn't it have like a 48 core or something or up to a 48 core? That thing starts at $6,000. Yeah. <laughs> for a Mac. Yeah, I mean, yeah, granted, yeah. it does look like a powerhouse. And it will be a powerhouse. They also. I mean, I don't know if it's true. It's probably marketing jargon, but they compared it to the prices of similar rigs, and they're like, "Okay, here's an HP one. It starts at eight thousand. Like yeah. ours starts at six thousand. You know? Yeah. Well, and also there's going to be more modularity with this one, which is nice. Yeah. I don't know. There, there's some, there's some interesting stuff about it. I think, to be honest, I think the great looks really ugly. Yeah, well, I showed you that thumbnail on YouTube from yeah. Dave Two D. It's like a cheese grater. Like I know, <laughs> like cheese grater. Like people are making it sound like the cheese grater, and then they were also saying, "Well, it's better than the trash can." The trash can looked sleek. You know what I mean? It did look like, like you, a futuristic trash. Like can. you could put it behind something, like it wouldn't be in the way or bothersome. But that thing is like chrome, and it's got these like really ugly, nasty holes. Okay. Just a side note, I don't think the cheese grater looks that bad. Okay. Um, what I about actually, the cheese grater on the back of that monitor, though? That looks bad. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, Together, I think they look good. It's just who's going to drop, what, $12,000 like bus- on a PC rig? Business, business professionals. People who are like... Who are like actually doing creative work in the industry? Sure, I mean Probably. I could see that in like a Hollywood studio for editing. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. it's they're showing like 8K rendering stuff. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. like big. It's it's gonna be big stuff. Like people who are looking to spend ten plus grand on something that is gonna be, you know, boost their production. Yeah, it's an investment more than just something you're gonna use at your house to. I don't know. Yeah, it's play like Fortnite. it's like above prosumer level too. Right. Like that's the thing. So. I don't know. Um, PC gaming show that's on Monday, June 10th at 1 p.m. Um, on June, uh, also on June 10th is Ubisoft. Ubisoft's showing at 4 p.m. and Ooh. then right after is Square Enix's showing at 9 p.m. So that's all Monday. And the last one, um, as usual, is the Nintendo Direct on Tuesday, June 11th at 12 p.m. They're dropping that. So let's go back up through the schedule really quick. Mm-hmm. Um. I want to sort of have a dynamic conversation about predictions or thoughts on what's going on with the industry with the different time slots. You kind of have a list of um, what people are expecting or what people are, you know, well, are I known have, to yeah, see. Yeah, I have right? all the games that are that are known to be there at the show. Right. But we don't have to go through all those. I think we could just touch on a, a couple important ones and then maybe throw our own predictions. But I would like to go through like and talk about each of these people and what do you think they're they're going to show maybe not devolver i don't really devolver is going to be a bunch show. of yeah the, those it's ones are probably stuff yeah that's going to be indie or uh like i guess middle tier b b yeah. tier studios and that'll be them. interesting to see but i don't think we're we're going to be able to predict much when what's it comes the to last hotline miami 3 Ooh, that might be good i mean if they have a show floor yeah they might as well yeah. drop it what if they took hotline miami and transitioned it like Grand Theft Auto. 
made it a first person no 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 a third person action game because the first two are top down yeah yeah what if they switch it to it th- that would be like weird i don't know i don't know if i'd like that what if they mixed it'd the, be a the, different game yeah what if they but what if they mixed the elements of max pain like one bullet one death into an open world game like that that might be cool but i i still don't know if it would I don't think everything everything needs to be open world. You know what I mean? I, I know what you're saying. No. I think a Hotline Miami 3 would be great. I'm just like, Hotline Miami 2 went bigger and better. And that How actually change w- it up, yeah. It wasn't for its benefit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So. I think if you're going to do anything, we it, it could be like what, we're t- what we were talking about earlier with that stupid game you made us play. Um, Rico. Where, where it's like a first person, but hardcore, like... Like you die in one bullet, and you have to you have to pick up stuff on the ground, and like it can only do that if it is very quick to load, like Hotline Miami. Yeah, definitely. So you need you need the. I think the thing about transitioning Hotline Miami though is like Hotline Miami is very clean as far as like how you play it. It's it's fast and it's responsive and everything. And if you switch it to a third person or even like a first person, it's gonna feel really clunky. Yeah. How are you gonna pick guns up off the ground? Do you just walk over them? It's going to... I just don't... Well, I mean, I think they're fluid movement games, though. Games that feel, like, instantly correct. But is Devolver and Indie Studio going to have the experience to transition Hotline Miami to Grand Theft Auto style? I don't know, but we haven't seen Hotline Miami in a long time. And the other issue with that, though, is you think about the gameplay of Hotline Miami, and because it's top-down and and stick-based, right? Like, you're, you're... more able to control the character when you don't have that um, that up and down access access of motion, right? So I hear what you guys are saying. I'm just I would be interested to know what they do with the yeah. IP. No, no, no. I I would like just more Hotline Miami one. To be honest, if they have a show floor, I hope they would do something with it. But like, I, I, and I wish they would bring back the I w- I wish they would bring back the mask system where you p- basically pick your perk at the beginning of the stage like i'd like oh, that oh yeah yeah like yeah i think if they if they made hotline miami 3 just hotline miami 1 with new maps and new modes and stuff like that like that's perfect for me that's all i need yeah so so in summary for devolver hotline miami 3 hey, and, that's, our hope. and that's all that's i care hope, about yeah. Yeah. would you want to see like an ollie ollie 3 or like Titan Souls 2 or I something. Think, I think I've played enough of Ollie Ollie. Me too. Yeah. I really do like it. I never beat it. It was pretty hard. Because I tried... I mean, I always try to play the hard stuff. The hard, harder levels. Yeah. But, um, I have no idea what Ollie Ollie is. But it, it's good. It's a... It harkens back to the old skateboarding games. Oh, so... But it's 2D. Okay. And yeah, it's, it's like it a 2D al- It almost scroller. feels like a rhythm game, which is, is cool. Yeah. Um, Titan Souls is a top-down boss rush game okay where it's one hit one death kind of thing i think and you only have one arrow and you can shoot the arrow but then you have to go collect it Mm. so it's really weird kind of feels like a zelda boss it feels a lot like zelda bosses actually but they're very hard very limited and more difficult yeah okay um but like would you like to see any um sequels to games that we've seen i honestly think devolver is going to show us a bunch of different stuff and that's yeah. what i that's why i've always liked them if i ever see their logo on an indie game i'm like okay like i'm sure it'll be better than most yeah, yeah and yeah, usually sure. it proves to do that as far as the pc gaming show goes i'm i want to i want to hear your guys opinion i don't know if i already asked this but what was the last breakout like b tier game that you heard about oh shoot breakout b tier game yeah like almost second part not second party but 
you, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're like I, a. You got me thinking about Hotline Miami, so I'm trying to. For me, I think derail to something. PUBG is the best oh. example, right, of a breakout small studio, right? But he he jumped from H1Z1. I, I'm well, trying. He, he I'm didn't tr- like leave the company, did he? I think so. Really? He started his own company, and it's called PUBG something. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he came. No, out it's called Player Unknown. Right. Players Unknown. Yeah. But you know what's you know what game I've been hearing a lot about? It's called like Mordheisers or Mordheim or something. Oh, Mordheim. Yeah. Mordheim. That game looks, looks super so fun. fun. Yeah. I, I, I was thinking about picking it up. I really I think yeah. I want to get it too. What or Mordhow. That's what it is. It is a it is a battlefield styled game, except all medieval. Yeah, all oh. medieval melee combat. Like yeah, really funny. There's just a bunch of funny there's, stuff. There's like people chivalry. stealing the flutes and playing the flutes in the combat zone. <laughs> it just looks it looks really fun. Um, and the controls look fairly reactive is the best way I think I can put it. Okay. There's, yeah. Cameron's got some footage. Too bad this podcast is in video. Yeah, I was just going to show JD, but yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, I had a visual picture yeah. from seventh grade. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to think. This, this is like every... Every game that you wanted to make when you were a kid. Like, that's what it looks like. I hope that we will see some of those breakout games. Like like this one. What's it called again? Mordhau. Mordhau. M-O-R-D-H-A-U. Check it out. It's on Steam. I really want to play it. I'm kind of tired of playing Overwatch. Um, yeah, Activision's not going to be at E3 this year, either. Uh, It doesn't look like they have their own... <clears throat> show but I think yeah I think they stopped or I think they did, decided not to go and maybe they're gonna drop like a live stream or a direct I don't know if they ever did did they ever maybe uh, I'm thinking of EA EA Play is a live stream but it's yeah, not yeah. a show floor presentation they used remember. EA used to have a show floor presentation but they backed out were there, any games, EA for, were there any games for Activision on the list well Call of Duty uh Modern Warfare, which is the remake. Yes, but they announced that before E3, right? Yeah, so. I'm assuming they announced it. I don't know if we'll see any other gameplay. Call of Duty tends yeah. to be like a highlight in one of the main console reels. Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about a, a little bit about Modern Warfare. We can also touch on Blizzard. I guess Blizzard's not doing too good right now, huh? Because well, it's Blizzard Action Activision. Yes. Together. The the irony of that is Blizzard's actually doing good, but the Activision, the company who owns them, is not doing good. So by you know by union, they're not, both not doing good. Essentially, I'm assuming you'll see Activision or you'll see Call of Duty at the Microsoft press conference. But they're um, a Sony partner right now. Because but I just looked at their E3 lineup and they're not they're not going to have a they're not going to have a conference, so... Right, but... But, but Call of Duty is confirmed to be at um, at E3. Oh. So, do... Here's a good question for this E3. Do mm-hmm. we think that Sony is going to drop one of their uh, live stream things? What do they do now? What's it called? The uh, State of Play. State of Play. Yeah, do you think Sony's going to drop another State of Play? But, like, a big one? Yeah, like a fat, st- or or even just a normal size state of play during E three weekend. Hmm. They might. I think it would be. I I wouldn't be surprised. 
if they did it either Wednesday or maybe even right before. Well, if they did that, the the only issue that I see is that their reasoning for not being at E3 was basically like, we don't have that much to announce right now. Like we're keeping it quiet. Right. So if they if they did do that, it would be like a slap at E3 of being like, our conference is better, and that yeah. it already is a slap at E3, but that's not what they said it but, was, right? But, you know what I mean? But Sony. Sony State of Play usually don't have any major first-party announcements. They're usually small. Yeah. And so I could see them dropping a small, like a, just another small one, just so well, they're relevant. They might do like a little announcement or something like that, because like you said, they don't really have anything to announce. So they might just do like, oh, we're, you know, I, I think, uh, what is it, Last of Us 2 is coming out this year. Yeah, maybe they'll give a they song. They could drop yeah. a trailer. A mm-hmm. date. Or yeah. date, yeah. I think that'd be a good call. I mean, they just announced... Well, they kind of did do this, because last week they just announced the... Um, or this week, they they announced the date for Death Stranding. Right. Oh, that's right, yeah. So, What a cool-looking trailer, too. I didn't watch the trailer, but... You didn't? No, I, I was going Mads Mikkelsen or whatever? What's his name? I think you No, 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 no. It's no. not Mads Mikkelsen. He's in it. He, is he? Yeah, he's like a lot oh, in the trailer. Yeah. Oh, no, wow. he's He's in the second trailer, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's got an all-star cast, dude. Yeah, it's looking interesting. I, I'm curious you about You should it. really watch the trailer. It's it, about America. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Yeah, the trailer is like all about America. Yeah. Oh. Which is weird because I thought it was going to be a sci-fi game. And yeah. it, it, is, it is a sci-fi game, but like... I got it, the impression it, it was like in... Another like a, planet. I thought right? it was another universe, like I period. think it's supposed to be another dimension. Like okay. that's my guess. Mm. Um... But, like, there's a part with Norman Reedus talking to the president of the United States being like, America's gone. Like, you can send me wherever you want, but I don't think it's going to be worth it. And I was like, wait, this game's like, I don't know. Like, it's just interesting. I should have known because Kojima likes to be political about things. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Um, really excited for that game. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I'm really excited for it. Hmm. Definitely. Should be interesting. So, EA, what yes. do you think about um, what EA is going to show this year? Well, for their live stream, I'm bummed because I've been following Star Wars Battlefront 2, and the team at DICE says that Battlefront 2 will not be at uh, EA's day to play. Well, it's or whatever it's called. It's been two years, right? Yeah. Well, they're still supporting it. So, the community is mm. excited with Battlefront 2 because they've gotten so much support these last five months. And they've been adding heroes and maps and things really? like that. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the community manager's like, yeah, Ahsoka and Ventress are being teased a lot as heroes coming to the game. And they've just been, I don't know, they've been actually getting stuff out. Because they find, they spent the first year with recovery in 2017 for Battlefront 2 fixing the progression system that was linked to loot boxes. Yeah. And now it's like bearable, but... <laughs> Um, and they just added Galactic Conquest, too. Right, right? or a Conquest-like mode. Mm. I mean, mm. as a true fan, I'm not... I'm like, this is not Conquest. It's, yeah, 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 It's called Capital Supremacy, where you take command posts, but then it skips to a second phase, which involves a rush, uh, basically a rush-style mode in a, in a capital ship mm-hmm. with some cinematics. So it's, it's fine, it's fun. They keep adding modes like that, um, but the community seems more engaged than it ever has, and so... From the people that I watched on YouTube, they're kind of like, oh, I guess they're not important enough yeah. to be put in to 
EA's press conference. So really the big question on the table and the thing we were talking about earlier is what's going on with DICE? So Well, we just looked it up and yes. they said that there was not going to be a first um, or a first person shooter at all this year. That's so, so weird. It's, it's going to be the first time in like five or six years that there isn't a DICE first person shooter. Yes. Is it, Battlefield 5 confirmed to be at that? Uh no, it didn't it didn't look like it was. Um I don't think there was yeah, anything nothing. on the list. Yeah. No, no, Battlefield, no Battlefield 5 like has a battle royale that no one has played. I I played it. Oh really? Yeah. Is it any good? No. It, it kind of came <laughs> late bad. to the party. It's I know. boring. Yeah. 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 It's just weird because Dice has been splitting between their teams shooters for the last 5 years, I think. Mm-hmm. Visceral was uh outsourced for hardline but yeah yeah they, they've been punching them out pretty quick and so i think it'll be a well-needed break for them yeah for sure. and and they can recalibrate and sort of I maybe think, maybe they will do what what i was saying that and maybe they will go back to uh bad company three they'll do a bad battlefield bad company three because this is the year this is how they did it with modern warfare except in reverse actually or with call of duty um they did a they did a World War One game, and then Call of Duty did a World War Two game the next year, right. and then they and then they did a World War Two game. Well, as Well, it seems yeah. like people want their shooters to be like they were back in two thousand six, two thousand eight, right? But everything's changed. Everything has changed, they, right? You're yeah. not going to get that anymore. Things have to change. Everything comes from something, guys, <laughs> but it has to become something. <laughs> That's Jamie's well, biggest complaint with Call of Duty is like this: it's not changed. I don't. No. I don't think that's true, but it's changed only for the worst. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. like the issue is when you add things like loop loot boxes into the progression system. When you add things that are, you know, really primarily cosmetic, it ta- it it changes what what the original games used to be. Right. The progression system was like, oh, now I get a new attachment. Oh, now I get this thing, this gun that will change how I play this class. Yeah. Oh, now I, you know, you you are you were shifting your how you play based on what equipment you unlocked. The focus has been shift from the sandbox of Call of Duty, which was small as it was, right? There's still a sandbox to be played with, um, to a bigger focus on a cosmetic grind, which is unfulfilling. At the end yeah. of the day. Yeah, totally. Well, adding loot boxes and stuff like that, it, it changes the progression system because Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2, Black Ops, all those games were about skill. It was always like kind of a bragging right to say like, oh, I prestiged like five times already. Or I can do all these crazy things in Call of Duty. And even like unlocking attachments and perks wasn't the big deal. It was literally the number you had was was sort of the point is saying like I was this good. I actually like never prestiged in those old ones. That's fine, but that's like kind of the primary thing that people did with the progression. That's what long-term yeah, players. Yeah, I did. think I didn't understand probably because it took me forever to get to the yeah. max level, anyways. But like, then when they added loot boxes and stuff like that, it wasn't necessarily, you know, how good you were at the game. Showing off was based in how many dollars your mom gave you. Dude, JD and I played Advanced Warfare, and oh. I think that game's okay, but. What on earth was going on with the metal system? We were playing it, and it was like <laughs> you do—you literally 
accidentally fart to the left a little bit, right? <laughs> and there's like, it's like, Wall run. oh, <laughs> quick uh, movement. Oh, backstab. You got one kill. Payback. One kill. And it's Swiss weapon. It's like these huge medallions just flying into your screen. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. Um, and it, it's just, I was like, this is such a migraine. Thank goodness they got rid of that metal thing. Uh, because, Wow. Well, but I, I think if they went back to a, um, and, and I'm going back to Battlefield now, if if Battlefield went back to a progression-based, destructible environment, you know, you, you run around in vehicles, there's this big sandbox um, map where yeah. anything can happen. If that's what they went back to, I think that would be really a fresh change because Battlefield Five as good as a game i think it is because I, I do think it's a good game um it's really more about you making you feel like you're a grunt and making you feel like oh man this is like a really scary situation and like i don't want to walk out of this corner because i'm gonna get demolished it makes you feel small yeah exactly but but if they went back to the the bad company sort of vibe where where you're you're blown up buildings and you're you feel like the coolest person on the map. Yeah. Like I yeah. think that would be really really welcome. Goes like back that. to the only in Battlefield slogan, right? Yeah. Like the old Battlefield 3 like clips people would do where they jump out of the jet, shoot another Amazing. jet with a rocket and Amazing. then get back in. I miss jets, dude. Me too. Mm-hmm. I miss jets. Jets were broken too. Yeah. But I miss them. <laughs> It was pretty fun. They're broken I would, in real life. I would love, I mean, a little too late, because we know EA executives listen to this show, um, <laughs> but I would have loved for them to do a Battlefield 3 remake. I think mm. a lot of people regard that game as the best Battlefield, and it really does. It, there is really something special about that one. I, I, don't, I agree. I, I don't know what it is, but that game is pretty awesome. Well, I think if they take a little bit and go back to like Bad Company, Battlefield 3 and 4, where it was just like, it's just this big adventure every map every time you yeah. played it was it was great yeah. even if you just blew up a wall with some c4 you still had fun yeah the kamikaze atvs yes oh yeah so i loved fun. that <laughs> we would that's that's what we would do when we would play together mm-hmm. we would uh we would put <laughs> we would put c4 on uh, on the ATVs and drive it into tanks. My favorite yeah. was the was the. the I put ca- C4 on it. The, the campers on the roof. You would park a ATV inside of the elevator and take. The oh elevator oh yeah. I was yeah. like, what the heck? Yeah, that game was so fun to mess with. So like, I think I think if they went back to that of the like experimental, like imagine imagine Hitman's um like like ingenuity where you could you could kill someone in crazy ways in hitman that you would never would have expected imagine that but but in a battlefield game where where things are off the wall anything can happen it's not just these you know one one singular big map events where you take out the the skyscraper or whatever it's like anything can happen you know things are things are out of control in these battlefield maps we don't want full home alone but we want just a little bit. Yeah, just exactly. Just give us a little bit. Exactly. Yeah, totally. That's a great... JD, that's a great <laughs> parallel. Because that's how I felt in old Battlefields. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm going to set up this trap. <laughs> I remember, like, sitting on the road 
prone with people <laughs> on the road <laughs> waiting for a tank to come by I'm like any day now any day i know they're coming like mm-hmm. that was dude yeah the, i miss old battlefield me too i love the clips of people who do that when they find the sniper on the mountain and they set up a little thing a c4 right behind him and then they waddle into their scopes view and blow them up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, I used to have fun with that. What was that thing called? The Mav? It was like the ball that was a camera. Mm-hmm. And you could oh, like you know, no, no, no. You the could... Mav was the was the thing that flew. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the one. Oh, okay. You okay, used okay. to be able to roadkill people with that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> they patched it. There was also the one with the flame arm. Yeah, the room. little robot that is the EOD bot. Yeah, little robot. Oh, I love that thing. You could still push people off the tops of buildings with the Mav, though. Yes. My the snipers, the snipers that were on the buildings. <laughs> My favorite was um, was getting kills with the uh, with a defibrillator. <laughs> I loved doing that. Couldn't you kill best. people? All in that tanks? stuff is not in new battlefields. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. You you can't kill. And those are our like favorite parts that we're giggling about. Exactly. So. Besides the point, EA, we're going to see Jedi Fallen Order. Definitely. Right? Uh, I'm assuming gameplay. Probably all the EA Sports Update games. The grass is greener. The grass is The grass is greener this year. (laughs) The jerseys are flowier. You can see the bugs in the grass. You could buy $7,000 worth of NFL cards in microtransactions. Pre-order now to get every player and see Drake at your house for (laughs) $25,000. Yeah, we Madden twenty twenty. I mean, are you excited about Jedi Fallen Order? Yes, I like Respawn. Yeah, me too. But I don't know if they've ever made it. A, I mean, they've never made a single player game, have they? I don't. I don't. I'm very curious to know what it's gonna be like. I. I. You said that Titanfall two was a was a good campaign, though, right? It starts slow and boring, and I wasn't sure. But then there's this epic level where you teleport between time, at any time. And it's the coolest mechanic I've ever seen in a single-player game. No. Single-player shooter. Mm. JD, did you play it? I don't think so. Yeah, there's this sweet level where you're in, in an old, like, overgrown building with, like, creatures. But then you have a device strapped to your wrist. And with L1, you can tap it any time. You teleport back in time to the fresh, clean laboratory. Right? And it's so weird because the AI reacts to you. You teleport there, and the doctors who are working in the laboratory say... What the heck? And they're like, call security. This guy is here. What? How is he moving through? Like, because you're basically appearing and disappearing through time. Mm-hmm. But it was cool because, like, you would fall down an elevator shaft in the decrepit laboratory, right? Six, like, hounds would show up to, like, eat you. And you're like, I'm going to die. So you teleport back to another time period. And then you're sitting in a fully operating elevator <laughs> that's moving up. And you're like, oh, wait, wait a second. You know, like, it's very confusing. I was like, that is interesting, and I've never seen that in a single-player game. So yeah, I'm like, fun. that alone, that idea was like, maybe Respawn has potential mm. for a single-player mm. thing. Yeah, They have a ton of other cool levels, too. There's one where you're um, traversing a factory that's building houses, which is really weird. Uh, but it reminded me, actually, of the Star Wars Droid Factory, <laughs> which I always thought would be a cool video game level. It was in 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 Lego Star Wars 2. Exactly. <laughs> and so it reminded me of that. Yeah. And so I'm like, when I saw they were doing Fallen Order, I'm like, better see that Droid Factory level mm-hmm. respawn. Oh, gosh. So I hope not. <laughs> respawn has the vision to make it happen. But I think if 
at least for me, I don't know if everyone else feels this way, but like, like Star Wars movies, like, yeah, but like, the only Star Wars video games we've gotten for a very long time have been Battlefront 1 and 2, and those were kind of like... Lukewarm. Yeah. Well, the second one was like a train wreck. It is it is now apparently doing a lot better, which yeah. makes me interested. But the fact that they're like, new story mode Star Wars game makes me excited, because I'm like, I, it might be bad, it might be terrible, but like... I want to see it's another. I want to see another Star Wars bounty hunter game. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. I don't know if Disney would green light it though. What do you mean they're they making a I TV mean, they're making show the called Mandal- the Mandalorian? Yeah, but he's gonna be a good guy. We all know it. I I don't know. I mean, Disney's branching out a lot. They bought Fox. Yeah. So they're gonna have the Deadpool IP. That I don't think they're gonna do anything with it though. Uh, who knows? Who yeah. knows? Disney is doing a lot of really weird things. I mean, I the, the whole Fox ex- acquisition is a different conversation, but um, yeah. different different podcast. What's episode. interesting? What's interesting? Well, I yeah, because I have a lot of thoughts about it. Yes. Um, but what's interesting is it's going to take place. This uh, Jedi Fallen Order game is going to take place in the same time that the Jedi Unleashed games took place in, Ooh. and it's going to be it's going to be from the opposite perspective too. Remember, because you're going around killing all the all I the, would love all the children to Jedi Starkiller try to <laughs> the youngins you. that would be fun. Wouldn't that be fun? Like oh, I think that's so not fun. canon anymore, I think and I don't force, think they have that yeah. IP. I think the Force Unleashed was never do. canon. I heard. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. I don't. I don't. I really don't care. But that would be a sweet connection. It would be cool. It would be cool if like there was a there's a Star Killer level. Okay, we got a lot more conferences to go through. We're at forty one yeah. minutes. Oh yeah. Okay. Um. So any, any last thoughts on EA Garden Warfare three? Is that coming? No. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So do you want to touch on uh, on the Microsoft concert con- conference a little bit? Well, so here are my big things that I'm assuming are going to happen at Microsoft. Halo. Halo, Halo. I can't wait to see see Halo Infinite. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be cool. They've announced that they're going to show 14 first-party games. Wow. I'm assuming half of those are indie crap. Um, no, 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 no. Really? I think a lot of these games are going to be next-gen games. And I think a lot of them are going to be new yeah. and interesting because Microsoft's been buying a lot of studios. Too. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Like, I don't think they're going to be like tiny little indie games maybe i mean some maybe a third of them will be tiny indie games it's very up in the air because microsoft hasn't really made very interesting new first party games in a while so yeah it's who knows it's why the xbox one really hasn't done yeah best except for forza forza yeah for forza is cool it's been around though here's the thing new halo halo 5 i mean it, it got decent scores uh, Gears of War and Forza have stuck around. Yeah. But there's nothing new and exciting in the Xbox ring. Yeah. Sea of Thieves is not going to push consoles, okay? No. Crackdown okay. 3 is not going to push consoles. But but I think this is going to be the time where they just drop a bunch of like heavy hitting they need first to. party games. They have to. They need to and yeah, I would not even be shocked if they did a next gen. I no, they're I mean, you think they're going to drop the console? Yeah, and or I don't, the, the console announcement. I don't even care if it's called like I think it's just going to be an Xbox refresh. I don't even it's think It's just Xbox again. Xbox 180. <laughs> I don't I don't even Yeah, like I feel like Scorpio, which is a pretty powerful console, is going to be their S class soon. Mm. And Xbox 360 all the way through Xbox next gen are all going to work together. 
um, unless it has like a only or like it's going to be a compatibility thing like PC. Yeah. Um, and they're going to do it clearly, but I really think that Xbox has something cool to show. Well, I this, think it's going to be year. my prediction is that it's going to be very similar to Google Stadia. Um, there's going to be some sort of cloud-based um, enhancement service. It's going to be it's going to be similar to that. And it's going to do. And it's going to work in tandem with your PC. It's going to work in tandem with everything. And yeah. if it works in tandem with the Xbox One S, which is two hundred dollars. It's going to blow the freaking load. Dude. Oh, that yeah. might actually yeah. be... Uh, do we want to talk about Google Stadia now? We don't know much. They're, they're for sure going to come out with a price, probably. We, oh, yeah. we had a whole episode about it. I'd say go oh, go did. go listen to that. Um, they're going to announce a price. They're going to announce a couple other things at E3. I'm sure they're going to show gonna be games. Interesting. Oh, sure that'll be, oh, that'll be with the PC game show. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm sure they'll have some games and first-party stuff. Google has a first-party now, too. Yeah. Working mm. on games, so really interesting. But to see okay. that, that that's my that's my prediction for Microsoft. It's going to be similar to Stadia. It's going to be. I think it's going to be interesting and heavy hitting. And remember, you got to think about when they announced the console last time. They they dropped these bombs of like it's always going to be online and it's gonna it's gonna listen to you so that you can turn it on. And that was freaky back then, but it's totally not now. You know what I mean? Yeah, super and, normal. And these like these like connective things, they were really kind of ahead of the curve in that way. Um, and I think those are gonna some of those things are gonna make a comeback. Yeah. Is my is my prediction. I still think it's creepy and weird, but apparently I'm the minority now. Of course it's creepy and weird. I feel like the one guy from Fahrenheit four fifty one who still reads books, but oh well. Moving on. <laughs> you mean the girl? No, it was a guy. Wasn't it? The main character is a guy, but he burns books. But the girl reads books. Oh, right. Then he reads books. He reads then books. He, then he reads books. Yeah, yeah. He's not that far off, Cameron. Okay. I just wanted to be the guy, Cameron. Why? Why does it have to be that way? <laughs> All right. Um, so, what about Bethesda? What do you think? Or any last words on on Microsoft? Here's what will really, really like blow my mind. If there is a presence of the nintendo brand in in the microsoft the microsoft conference i will legit freak out and i'm very interested to know what xbox on switch looks like and if there's a hint of halo guys i was showing you the worst first person shooters i could have bought yes. on my switch okay no the best first person shooters. the best ones i thought that are available i mean technically doom is on there uh but it's 60 bucks yeah and so, same with wolfenstein and so i might get wolfenstein but I bought these, uh, I don't even know how to classify them, indie shooters. <laughs> One's called Rico, and one is called Immortal Rednecks, which is a roguelike. Isaac um, went on a, a first-person, I'm pretty sure he just typed in redneck first-person shooters, and that's where he found what he found. But I gotta give, actually, shout-out to the developers of Immortal Rednecks. I think the game <laughs> is actually pretty good. Um, this is a serious it, plug too. I'm serious. I'm yeah. serious. I w- I would love to talk to the developers someday, <laughs> uh, because I think that they send them an email. I you know I might as well. I'm sure it's a team, a small team yeah. of like four guys. Tell yeah. them to check out the podcast. I I, I, I sincerely have enjoyed their game. If you're looking for a cheap first person shooter on the Nintendo Switch, Immortal Rednecks, little repetitive. It's um, it's a rogue like so you know it's like you die. And you get money and you get upgrades and go back into the gauntlet. But 
I think they did a good job. Lots of good enemy designs. And the boss was fun. I haven't beaten the first boss. So that's my current state. But there's not a lot of shooters on Switch yeah. that are cheap. So what if what if what if our two predictions are correct and they're gonna announce this new console um and it's gonna be available on Switch. I've too. said it once and I will say it again. Microsoft, in my eyes, has already taken the next generation. Yep. Oh, yep. yeah. I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I, I really don't know what Sony has to do, and that's why you're seeing them shake hands behind doors now. Yeah. And they've come out publicly and said, oh, yeah, we're working together on st- cloud streaming stuff. Um, I am... Xbox won the Cold War, basically, for the next generation. <laughs> I'm surprised I own an Xbox One. I am, but there were things about it that I see as valuable. The fact that, I mean, we talked about Call of Duty so much this thing, this podcast, but I wanted to play the old ones, so I got an Xbox One because they're backwards compatible. Modern Warfare 3 has 36,000 players playing it. What? (laughs) Like, why? Yeah. And, I mean, that goes to the conversation of Modern Warfare being rebooted, um... I want to say something about that, and then I swear we'll be done talking about Call of Duty. Yeah, okay. The Modern Warfare uh, press release about that game really interests me, not because of nostalgia's sake, but because they're really trying to sell the campaign as being a really serious um, military shooter. And there was, uh, I was listening to- Part of it takes place in Syria too, right? Yeah. Yeah. They said if no Russian was a campaign, that's what this is, which is- I think ballsy for Call of Duty. Already yeah. already journalists are being upset about this <laughs> campaign. Yes. Um, they Someone talked about, uh, it was Greg Miller on Kind of Funny, talked about what he saw behind doors. And he said there was a, one of the missions where you are a little girl in Syria and a terrorist kicks down the door and you have to run from the terrorist and he's trying to kill you. Really? Or no, it's a Russian. Sorry. It's a Russian. It's a Ru- okay. A Russian. S- uh, still. Uh, yeah. And... Then the dad gets in a fight with the terrorist. First of all, this demo starts with you crawling out of rubble as a little girl. Then the the mission ends with you blowing the Russian guy's head off with an AK-47 as a girl. Wow. Yikes. And I'm like, that's pretty intense for a Call of Duty camera. Yeah. They better do yeah. it right. Cause they better do it right or otherwise they're going to get it coming for them. And <laughs> oh, shit. Well, con- controversy is good, though. Yeah. Apparently the other one is them... Like, there's another one is, like, a, SW- a police SWAT team in France kicking down a door to kill terrorists who blew up a section, did a terror attack um, in France. I'm sorry, I could be wrong. Maybe it was Italy. Uh, but they haven't released gameplay yet, right? And there's parts where you, like, throw civilians on the ground and, like, make them shut up. And then you have to, you, like, kick down doors with people who are just in normal clothes. You're just gunning them down because they're terrorists, right? These people. But it was it was, like... From uh, Greg Miller's description, he was like, dude, it was intense because you're trying to decide if you're going to shoot the lady who's going to the crib because you don't know if in the crib there's a baby or gun. Mm. Oh. And I was like, dude, that sounds like a like chilling campaign experience, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. I'm like, so that doesn't sound that, boring. That, that kind of reminds me of, uh, I never played it, but Spec Ops The Line and how there was, it's it's not really a shooter, you know? It's it's more of a, um, you know, moral game about war. Yeah. I don't remember if the Kind of Funny podcast was saying that it reminded them of this or if the writers of that game were on the team. 
I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But mm-hmm. I, I kind of feel like the writers are. I don't quote me on it. Maybe. I know they brought it up. They brought up Spike Out the Line, but I was doing yard work at the time when I was listening to that. So, yeah. Uh, I, yeah but, uh, who knows? There could be a connection. It sounds pretty intense. Yeah. So, I just wanted to touch on that. That sounds um, exciting. I, yeah. I, I might I might be interested in that. Like, totally. I, I hope they are doing something like that. Because I think that's something that, I, honestly, has been kind of needed in video games. Because, like... Just like all of the the talk of like oh video games are all, it's it's all violence and and all this other junk but like it's just actually Fortnite taking, and dancing and yes yeah it's actually sad. taking it to a place that is is very much in the real world and talking about very real things that happen is I think cool because like so video games always there's games that always have those hard moral choices right so like I think of like The Witcher three where you have to like basically both answers are a bad idea or you're not really sure if yeah. which is going to turn out but there's a disconnect because you're in a medieval fantasy world with witches and elves sure. but then all of a sudden if you take that and you put it in France or modern day Syria that's a whole another thing because you probably have met people who had to have made those decisions possibly like there's real people who had to do that so well right. as far as i heard about the game it's still Call of Duty. Like, it's still shooting and breaching, but it's not slow-mo breaching. The developers came out and said, like, we wanted to reboot Modern Warfare instead of make Modern Warfare 4 because the world we had built in the original trilogy was so ridiculous, right? Yeah. A nuke had went off. Uh, the U.S. had been invaded. Uh, it was like, they were like, we we wanted to make a game that feels like our world. That's what they said. Mm. So, mm. could be marketing jargon, but from what it sounds like, it's interesting. I just hope that the developers don't cave to the articles already being written. Yeah. But it's like, come on, do we want to glorify violence? Like, it doesn't sound like it's glorifying violence. Yeah. From yeah. that do we want Well, but, do we want to ask questions in our entertainment, or do we want to just shut off our brain and and not think about these and things? And it's weird to think that a Call of Duty game would, would be try. Yeah. yeah. Maybe but but it, they did. I mean, that that is what they did in, in Modern Warfare 2. Like... Yeah, that is what No Russian was, you know? Not really. I've it, played No Russian. I think the game, the mission is more powerful if you don't shoot a bullet. Yeah. But the second you start shooting bullets in that mission... It's weird. It It's weird. It's stupid. Like, it's, the yeah. mission gets really stupid, as it, far as I care. If you're listening and you don't know what we're referencing with No Russian, there's a level in Modern Warfare 2 that you're allowed to skip, where you're an undercover... Uh, I think you're a CIA agent. Um, right. But you're undercover in a in a Russian terrorist group and the beginning of the level is you have to shoot Russian civilians and you've so, gone down an entire airport with yes, machine guns. Yes. And so it's definitely incredibly controversial. So I, I'd say that's different than having to choose between shooting a woman that might be going for a gun or trying to help a baby. Like that's yeah, a completely yeah. different thing. Yeah. I and it's still a bit over the top. I think yeah, it I know is powerful. Mean. It's just in the lens of the rest of that campaign out of place yeah sure sure um so if the whole campaign is in, is, is it with that tone could be there was a reason you could skip it yeah um right. do we have time to talk about uh my baby girl bethesda, bethesda? yeah <laughs> yeah we're we gonna see starfield i i think we're so last v3 they announced a lot of stuff so like the new elder scrolls game that's coming out elder scrolls blades um i forget the name but they're doing a space one and starfield that's starfield yeah uh, I think we're just gonna see m- more of that. It, it seems like the only game that's officially like we know is happening is Blades, 
But I think we're just either no, going to no, see... No, no, no. Doom Eternal and Wolfenstein. The, ne- oh, the next that's Wolfenstein. Right, right, right. Doom Sorry, Eternal. I Doom Eternal. No, I, I actually don't know if there's going to be that much as far as like Bethesda uh, proper, like yeah. Bethesda Studios. Bethesda Softworks, yeah. Um, I could see a cinematic trailer for Starfield. Wait, that well, game's coming out in like three years, though. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. Uh, 100%. I think we're seeing Elder Scrolls 6 first, right? Nope. No, no, no. Starfield's no. first. <laughs> Starfield Elder first. Scrolls 6 is never coming out. Okay. <laughs> we're pro- we might see a trailer for Starfield. I, I don't think they would hold that back. Dude, this Elder Scrolls Maybe. 6 is going to be a crazy train of hype because ah. Skyrim was so, like, so well received. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, that game is is at the very least like eight years away like that game is not coming out soon i don't know i don't know if it's eight years away because skyrim is eight years old yeah but they're on like a four-ish year dev cycle that's like skyrim and then and then fallout but let's be real fallout 76 was farted out in a week yeah that's not a real yeah but that's that's what i mean their their core in their core games fallout 4 was 2016 yeah, and and Skyrim was 2011, but we're getting close That's to the five four years. years. We're getting close to the four years. I think four was 2015. Uh, I kind of, I kind of. It was my first year of college. Let me double check it. Yeah, it might have been. No, yeah, it might have been 2015. Actually, yeah, yeah. So that's like four years. So 2015, you're right, Jenny. Mm-hmm. So well, then it was two years for Fallout 76, but that was like a. It's just a, co- a copy pasta, as my friend Bob says. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it, it's they true. They literally copy pasted Fallout Four into a different game. No, it's it's true, but I don't think you're going to see any Starfield or Elder Scrolls Six. I, I don't. I think disagree. So. I bet you we're going to see a Starfield cinematic trailer. Uh, I'm. We're I'm not see holding my for, breath. Yeah. I'm not holding my breath. Um, we're definitely going to see Doom. We're definitely going to see Wolfenstein. Very excited. That's for sure. Doom's for coming both. out this year or next year? Yeah, coming out this year. Oh, very cool. I think September. Very cool. Cool. I think it's coming out in September. I'm happy for Doom. Oof, I'm I mean, excited. I mean, it's incredible. Have we ever talked about Doom on this podcast? Oh, I love it. I love Doom dun, so much. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> okay, the one thing that I do want to mention um, before we have to wrap it up is Square Enix. Um Nobody cares about most Square Enix games, but they're producing the Avengers project. Really? Um, yeah, they're the ones who are making in tandem with whoever right, the developer is. No, I don't, they I work don't with remember. Disney. Uh, duh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're they're making the Avengers game, and Imagine that's going to be interesting. That's going to be at the show too. The Avengers game plays exactly like Kingdom Hearts. Oh gosh! Imagine if the Avengers <laughs> game played exactly like like Batman. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, I that would love that Batman. too. I always thought, except the best parts of Batman was the was the stealth stuff, but but I think that's sp- like Spider Man games villains, feel yeah. the best Spider Man games are close to the Batman Arkham games. Too. Yeah, agreed. Um, like Spider Man on PS4, excellent. I thought it was just like a Arkham game. Right? Why don't they just make it like a God of War? I mean, it doesn't have to. be I like actually Batman. think that the God of War combat would fit perfect with a superhero game oh yeah because because it mixes melee with range like imagine instead of the hammer 
or instead of the axe, you have Thor's, Thor's hammer. hammer. Yeah. Yeah. Or instead just, of the axe, it, it literally is just Thor's hammer. Yeah. The axe and God of War. Or you could have Iron Man repulsors, Captain America's shield. Like it's the perfect combat system. It's oh, a yeah. little. It would be a little heavy though for for some of those characters. Let it be heavy. Let it be like Winter <laughs> Soldier esque, where they're like punching the crap. Out yeah, of stuff. maybe. So yeah, I mean, I'm interested in seeing what it's what it's going to be. There's never really been a good core like Avengers or Justice League game, or or even a a good um, like Wolverine or X Men game. I don't think there's been an. I listened to our bad games we have played, and we talked about movie tying games. I can't believe I forgot this one. Yeah, X Men Origins Wolverine, oh. which is supposed to be an incredible video game. Yeah, better than the movie. I've played a little bit of it. It's pretty. It's pretty great, actually. Yeah. Is it? Is that the one that's rated M? Yes. That yes. you like slice through people. Yeah. yeah. And he he like he has the claws right on the cover. Yeah. I remember a very weird time when I had a, a friend growing up next door who would always play the most like violent games when we were like five. Sure. Right. And he he was playing that game and he's like look, I can just cut up these people along this bridge. And I just watched him do it for like two hours. I think that's the only thing I've seen from that game is the bridge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The bridge scene? Yeah. Are you are you looking it up right I'm now, just Cameron? Yeah, I'm just looking at stuff. Yeah, it's pretty... I mean, it looks just like a slasher. Yeah, it's it's a 2004 game, but yeah. right. it was good for what it was. Yeah, I as mean... As far as movie tie-in games go. Yep. Um, So Square Enix doing Avengers, that's cool. Yeah, I don't care about anything else at their conference, basically. Um, you don't care about Final Fantasy XIV, their think, MMORPG? Yeah, you'll probably see a Final Fantasy XV <laughs> Episode One release date, I'm assuming. And... No, wait, no, 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 you mean Final Fantasy VII, VII Remake? Sorry. My oh, yeah, we're probably going to see that. Final Fantasy VII Remake date. I, I don't care about that. And, or what's only Episode One is episodic, so... Um, Why? Yeah. As the last trailer promised, more in June. Yeah, so that there, it's uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake is definitely going to be there. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'm like, oh yeah, oh that's what it is. The Avengers game is from Crystal Dynamics, so that's going to be awesome because Crystal Dyma- Dynamics is the Tomb Raider games. Oh, all the good, last good. Tomb Raider games. They're they're really good. They're really good. Um, they didn't do the last last one though. They've been working on this. No, they didn't do the last. I don't one. remember what the last. I have it for some reason. Um, I always I forgot they made a second one. It's the third one. No, they made about. like three or four, didn't they? they yeah, there's uh, Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. Wait, are you serious? This, yeah. The third one's already out. The and third all, one. The third all, one uh, was not made by Crystal Dynamics. Uh, all three of them are supposed to be really good too. Oh shit! I have the third one. It's kind of yeah. I just you seem to be enjoying. I it I played the first playing. one and I really Which really I liked it. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I don't care about Square Enix, so we can move on. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm demanding it. Ubisoft, anything exciting from Ubisoft? I hope Watch Dogs 3. Really? I hope so. Put it in the Silicon Valley, dang it. They did. They that did. was the last one. No, they didn't. I would have loved for Grand Theft Auto 6 to be oh, in the Bay San Area. San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah, that San would Francisco, be San Francisco, Oakland. That would be... So and good. And they could... T- Totally rip us apart. This this place is ripe for the jokes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, they would lay into it too. Oh, it'd be so good. Jeez. And yeah. I think I think Do it, they want to go there. <laughs> yes, they need to go there. Oh jeez. And it would be the perfect game to come out in like 2022, where like you know the t- like tech has gone a little too far probably at that point in our history. I'm just guessing. 
Yeah. Um, and they'll make jokes about having tape over the cameras on your computer. They'll probably make fun of watchdogs. Oh, they'll way. make fun of everything. Yeah. That's what yeah, Rockstar you might does. be like a hacker or something. Yeah. No. You, really? I don't think you'll be a hacker. I, I think mean, that'd be an interesting mechanic. Best, I think they would cast someone who is they'll have a, a hacker side character. Probably. If they're doing three prota- or three three main characters again, excuse me, um, I would do a washed up startup guy who's mm. done so many startups he's losing his mind and he's <laughs> losing his mansion too, and so he just starts robbing banks. Yeah, and then it's the movie pass. No, guy. he starts robbing cryptocurrency. That's oh, what it's okay, got to be okay. for the Bay Area. And then... Uh, He's the Bitcoin guy. You have the last remaining ghetto people in um, Oakland. <laughs> or 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 you or you get, a char- you get a character who's from the homeless crazy people in San Francisco, mm, mm, mm. right? Um, and then the final guy... And they're just like mad that, that gentrification is happening. They're like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people are... Mo- all these... All these all these people, rich tech people, are moving in. I would love to see they, the they final. They need a millennial in it too. Yeah, the millennial who's it's like a hipster, annoying yes, millennial, yes. <laughs> a really annoying uh, hipster kid who drives a crappy Prius and drinks coffee all the time. His mom needs to be involved too. Both parents. He still lives with his parents. No, he's probably in a divorce house in this area. Oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. I thought this was a joke, Isaac. Rough. <laughs> Um, he lives in a co-op. So yeah, there's not going to be an uh, an Assassin's Creed game this year. Really? Um, so I'm I'm transitioning to Ubisoft. We're not talking about Silicon Valley Far anymore. Far Cry. Um, was it a Far Cry game? No. No, no, no. Because they just came out with a Far Cry game. Was it a Far Cry spinoff? I don't remember. Don't they usually do a spinoff? New afterwards? Dawn. New they, Dawn. They did that. They did that. Um. Yeah. So probably Watch Dogs. Then. Um. That's probably what it's going to be. Uh, it takes place in Texas. The, the rumor, no, rumors <laughs> suggest it's set in London. So, oh, okay. that's good. Yeah, could be setting. interesting. I don't know. Um, and then a new the the new Ghost Recon game. Um, what about the Predator game that was just announced? Is it a Sony exclusive? Yeah, I don't think that's that's from the SoCom th- SoCom team. Yeah, I don't think that's Ubisoft. Yeah. We we won't see the Predator game. I don't think. right right. Um, yeah, so that's basically all for Ubisoft. I think Nintendo is the only one that I want to make sure we touch on. Yeah. Um, is there anything that excites you about Nintendo? I don't have a Switch, so I'm I'm kind of uninvested in... I don't think they're going to have much to show. I, I would really like to see something about the new Metroid, but they pulled the plug and are doing it from the ground up. Mm. Yeah. And so... There's a new Super Mario Maker. That's yeah, about. Super Mario Maker 2. Yeah. I just wonder when... Like, they've done Smash Bros. They've done... I mean, maybe they'll announce a new Mario Kart. There's a new Splatoon game coming out. <laughs> if anybody cares about that. They're going to they're gonna announce more for for Smash Bros. Ultimate. Splatoon was always trying too hard. We wanted to... JD was saying you want to see Steve. Oh, yeah. Uh, Steve, and, Steve from Minecraft. Steve from Minecraft in Smash Bros. Not because I'm particularly into playing as Steve from Minecraft, but it just seems like something that would good like... crossover. It, yeah. it, it can work. Yeah, really good crossover, probably. Or Banjo-Kazooie, but I think people already want that. Yeah. But I think Steve might be a nice um, modern crossover. Totally. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think... What about it, the Fortnite guy? <laughs> Oh, the blonde guy, D- default skin. Yeah, default skin. So it's a different skin every single time you spawn in. Well, Smash Bros. There's fun. four default skins. So yeah, I know. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, 
the like smash is, is uh, him dancing, doing the Fortnite dance. Oh, <laughs> no, that would be and the everybody taunts. dies. And that, he does that would be justice. The <laughs> no, 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 justice it, final smash. It's, it's like the the, the Nen dogs assist trophy. He just yeah, comes yeah, up yeah. to the front of the screen and says the orange justice dance. <laughs> what would his moves be? The guns. He takes out a gun. The pickaxe. He would probably have a down B that would be a grenade into a port of four. It'd probably which would be really obnoxious. It'd probably be a weird mixture of like a, a ranged character and snake. His counter would be like opening a opening a treasure chest. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Oh, what about Steve's moves? Like, what would Steve's moves? That's be? easy, dude. His pickaxe. Yeah, pickaxe. You got bow. Oh, you got you've got the sword. you've got the roller coaster or like the the, the car, train the cart. cart. Yeah. yeah, you you train cart across. And probably add an assist trophy for a creeper. Probably be a good assist trophy. And like yeah, the end dragon or whatever yeah. and all that. That'd that would be his, be his final, final smash. smash. Yeah, end yeah. dragon. Yeah, that's pretty easy, I guess. You could, that's like, kind of boring, actually. <laughs> yeah, he could lay like dynamite or something. But yeah, dynamite down B. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Hmm. I don't really know what Nintendo has to to really give right now. Um, They're nothing. working on stuff. It's a, yeah. it's fine. They don't have to have stuff going on. Do you think? Do you think there's any chance for a new Mar- another Mario Zelda Kart. game this Mario console Kart. generation? Mario Kart would be the next one because we've only seen a Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. It's been a remake, hmm. so I could see a Mario Kart Nine being yeah. the next thing. Um, but what about another Legend of Zelda? I would love. Uh, usually, I think it'd be towards the end of the Switch. Okay. Do you think I've that's seen. possible, though? Yeah. This no, console no. generation? They usually start and end yeah, yeah, yeah. with a Zelda game. Mm. Um, when did the Switch come out, like, officially? 2016? No, 2017, right? Mm. Beginning of 2017. Or end of 2016, I think. I think you're right on the 17. Yeah. 2017. So, I guess b- before the end of the console cycle... Which is weird because who knows when the when the console cycle is gonna end? Um, we'll probably see another Mario Odyssey two and uh, and another Zelda. Maybe I, I I don't know. Mario Odyssey two sounds weird to me. I, I yeah. don't know why it does. Do but. you think they're gonna do a, a a Switch refresh? Yes. This year, I yeah. think the biggest no. announcement that Nintendo can do at this announcement would be something about. Finally, selling old Nintendo games on yeah. the Switch. Mm. Let's see, SNES, yeah. NES, GameCube is a big one. If they could somehow get Melee on the Switch, um, people would go crazy. Yes. So yeah, if they could finally get Melee on the go, I actually yeah. think GameCube games would be like perfect for the Switch. I think so too. System be awesome. Yeah. Get some Time Splitters two on there. Ooh. Yeah, get some. Well, you could get the Resident Evil two. You could get Resident Evil two, not the remake. On Switch, the Resident Evil Four, or Resident, Resident, yeah, Resident, yeah. Res, Resident Evil Four. Well, boys, that's at a minute or an hour ten. All right. So I think that sums up sort of our thoughts on E3. Any final words? This is. I had an idea. What's What's the? Oh, we didn't even talk about Cyberpunk. Oh yeah, it's probably a PC show. Oh. Maybe, I don't know. Or they might be buddy buddying with Microsoft. I can yeah. see. Yeah, but I'm excited for it. Nonetheless, that's yeah. CD Projekt Red's next game, and they're the people who made The Witcher Three. Yeah, so the, amazing. The pride the, and joy of the gaming world of Norway. Thank you. No, yeah. Poland. Poland. Thank you. Poland. Poland. The, uh, as said by President Obama. N- no, the Polish <laughs> president. Mm-hmm. 
The Witcher is the best thing Poland has ever done. <laughs> they gave a, a copy of The Witcher 2 to President Obama. Yes, he did. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Everything Comes From Something you episode You think President 40. Obama has ever played The Witcher 2? <laughs> no, of course not. You think... No, wait, he said he did, actually. Wait, he did. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. presidents... People lie. Yeah. It's called politics. What? No, you think he gets out of office, right? Day one, he's like... Mm, I'm gonna see what this Witcher thing is about. <laughs> Why is he Bill Clinton? <laughs> that what? That wasn't a bad like, impersonation. I thought it was Bill Clinton. Oh, hey Hillary. So I can I finish Witcher my game. closure? Yeah, that go, you just go. cut me off <laughs> super loud. It's I'm 49. sorry. The reason I wanted to finish it out clean is because we didn't thank our executive producers, did we? No, we didn't. Hillary. Shout out to our executive producers, not Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Hey, if Hillary Clinton wants to give us money, I'll chill for Can I just get this out? Can I get this out? Check out this Siri girl. (laughs) Our executive producers, Darren O'Neill, Kiana Lay Yap, and Eric and Ariel Walk, thank you guys for supporting us at the executive level. Just a reminder, at episode 50, which is the next episode, that will be our last one. We'll take a two-week break. For you guys, we're going to do a rebrand, rework some Patreon stuff. We'll let you know what's coming in the detail pretty soon. Uh, We did have a question from Darren. On the show, and I wish we could open with it sooner. And I loved how you said selling out for Hillary Clinton, <laughs> uh, because the question is from Darren: Would you guys actually consider selling out for everything comes from something? And with that said, like why, and and what would that look like? Selling out? What do you mean? My direct answer is heck yes, because uh, <laughs> oh yes, we have been putting work into this product, and your support and care is amazing. Okay. We love it, but I also, th- I, I have no problem taking the money that I earn yes. <laughs> making this show. Yes. Uh, with that said, though, because Darren expressed concern in the question about um, our creative freedom, I think Cameron mm-hmm. and I would ball hard for our creative freedom. Yeah, I would never take a sponsorship that would make me not say something. Yeah, we're, we're, I think anyone who would censor us or i mean like let's be real the show's clean right we're not even that offensive we just say what we think and if that's a problem then we don't want the money i I don't i think yeah i don't think we're we're on anybody's radar as far as shutting down this show so i'm i'm obviously not a regular but like it you guys aren't like offensive people either yeah, hopefully not. Cameron is so, sometimes. Yeah. He really is. <laughs> Thanks, Isaac. Let's just. You guys yeah. want to talk about what you guys were talking about before we started recording? <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> no, no. But Definitely we can not. talk more about Hillary. <laughs> um, no, I think I also agree. I would chill for something, um, as long as it meant that, or as long as it didn't change. The structure of the here, show. Here is my big concern, actually. If someone wanted to come forward to us and give us an ad read or an ad deal, I wouldn't want to put that product on the show if I didn't believe in it. I agree, yeah. Here's an example. You hear Dollar Shave Club ad every single time you listen to a podcast, it feels like, right? I've never tried Dollar Shave Club, but I would tell them, send me free razors... <laughs> Or, or something to try it first. Yeah, yeah. I heard it's a dollar, so. It's not. Oh. It's not. I don't know why their name is Dollar Shave Club, because you can't get a dollar razor to your house <laughs> for one dollar. It's not possible. You got to pay shipping. 
In any case. So, um, that's besides the point. Like, if they have excellent racers, they're excellent. I'll recommend them, you know? Right. But right. I'm not going to, like, the traditional version of selling out with, like, a Soldier Boy console or something like that. No. <laughs> Like, well, or yeah, or something that we wouldn't personally endorse or use. I think that would. I think that goes without saying, to be honest. Yeah. Um. But maybe it doesn't. Maybe we do have to clarify. Well, I mean, like if you heard some sponsorship, sponsorship for like, and I'm just throwing out companies that I've heard about. What was it like an investment app or something like that? Yeah, Robinhood. Maybe, I use Robinhood. Maybe like, I don't know. It sounds like what you guys are trying to say is you you don't want to lie. Yeah, that's the big yeah. thing. Yeah, of course. I'd, we don't want to You lie. don't want to endorse, like, I don't know, a foot cream, because you're never going to use it, and you, you don't really care. Hey, I might use a foot cream. Here's the thing. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you, we got tons of foot cream listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Put so, that in the tags. <laughs> <laughs> foot cream, E3, 2019. <laughs> Say hi to Hillary for me. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I, I, here's the other thing. I don't. We we don't mean to be self righteous. I'm sure Cameron and I have lied before, and we will lie. Never. Shut up. Dude. <laughs> no one's perfect. Okay, but we do try to be as truthful I and honest as possible. And Cameron, you clearly need some foot cream. <laughs> I definitely need foot cream. If you are a foot cream salesman, Cameron would love to sponsor you. I guess so. All right. Are we gonna end the show? <laughs> Wait, yeah, send me free foot cream. <laughs> <laughs>